back to Sunday morning football with Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Let's go. That's what they said. The Ramon said, let's go. 402-464-5685. Sarder Heyman text on Honda League and Hotline if you want to join in. The Sarder Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. A couple of things. Chris says this. Jay Foreman, absolute state treasure. Love listening to his takes. The Kevin uh, says, I've learned to change behaviors in, the, in my company. I have to change my behavior. That's causing a behavior first. Frost has not done that. Dustin is still on the Kool-Aid. Dustin says, we will be 2-2 two and two next week. We'll be Oklahoma by 13. A uh, couple more. Uh, Texas says, ask why is Coach uh, Shenander on the sideline, not on the sideline this year? And another Texas says, we are past DEFCON 1. The disaster happened. We are at the point of cleaning <laughs> up and picking up the pieces. T2. <laughs> mm. uh, Walter asks, how can the how can the D get this bad? Jay, tons of questions, but the one you wanted to get to, it says we dropped two interceptions and asking folks to make a play when, quite frankly, they haven't made a play the whole game. Uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, the, the mentality of we just need to make a play and get down. Like, it's like, all right, let's get let's get down to this situation and we got to make a play. We got to wait to make a play. Right. Yeah. Granted. Yeah, I think Garrett had one and Tommy Hill had one. They both would have been spectacular plays. But at the end of the that's not the mentality you need to have. You shouldn't be thinking this is how it should be and coming down the wire against Georgia Southern. Now, I'm not taking anything away from them. They were well coached. They schemed up and they had they ran their offense. You knew what they were gonna do, and they just ran it better and they just beat us straight up. And um their defense really wasn't that good wasn't you know their defense was poor from a schematic standpoint georgia southern was whereas they didn't do the basics but we were scoring against them and offensively they were on point and you know we didn't help ourselves but you know the mentality of uh you know to kind of come down to that you know these games like this shouldn't be often and so and you know look i was a part i was in the missouri game where we were just off that day and corby jones and company were on you know, we, you know, but, and we were able to get a couple stops, obviously, you know, score and then get into overtime. And it was, we knew it was over. Um, so, you know, that's once in a four or five years, you know, and now right now, and Missouri was tougher than Georgia Southern. And again, I, I hate saying all this stuff and I'm not, I'm not taking anything away. Give them all the credit. I mean, they flat out kicked our butt, you know, and, but there is some realistic view of it. And so I think, you know, until they decide to, you know, get the mentality of you got to make some sacrifice to really be good. And, you know, maybe you change some stuff up this week, change when you practice, when you meet. And, I, and I, it's probably maybe a little bit harder because of, uh, um, you know, classes and stuff are already going on, but you know, that now is the time to pivot and change a lot. Of, you know, might be time to see it, see how the team reacts. You know, do you uh, extend meetings, at one point, you know, for say, <clears throat> instead of meeting for 20 minutes, do we meet 45 minutes straight and let you go get your, get away, get away, you know, and, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then just, you have to go back and find something on, especially on defense, defense that 
everybody's comfortable with and that they can execute and be aggressive because they're, they have to, you know, this is the most talented defense that we've ever had. Most likely, obviously not, but they're more talented than what they're playing, uh, playing like. And so you got to go back and find something that works. And it's, and then the leadership on the team have got to step up. You know, the, the talk is over. Stop talking. No more music, dude. I mean, if people, I mean, people are like, oh, that's the way they practice. Or the kids, he's it. No, uh-uh. Because there's something that the that's missing that they're not processing effectively enough, in my opinion. And I, and I'm going off just what I'm watching, because the the things that they're not good at, they need to have a clear message. It's got to be everybody's attention and getting better at it. And and whether it's tackling, alignment, assignment, aggressive, the whys of the defense, where your weaknesses are. You know, you got to know the why of the defense and where the weaknesses is in the defense. Because that's kind of like what you'd be okay with giving up. So if you know that, then you can play more aggressively and not give up explosive plays. Then actually when, you know, us three know this and we got to come in and clamp down on a receiver and, you know, in some space, we're way more aggressive. We're all attacking. You're the alley player. He's the boundary player. I'm the inside player. The running back or receiver has nowhere to go. Right. Um, if you watch the Buffalo Bills against the L.A. Rams, at the beginning of the game, Cooper Cup was killing him. 15-yard catch, 18-yard catch. He had the one run after catch that was like 30-some yards. In the second half, what you see? As soon as he caught it, two guys were hitting him. That's adjustments you have to make. So we haven't been able to do any that I mentioned before. Um, so we're 40 minutes into it, and it's everything that we hadn't done. I mean, offensively, when you look at it, you know, we have 517 yards, 9 of 13 on um, – you know, we won everything. We won a time of possession. Teams okay. averaging 36 points a game. We, well, we won time of <laughs> possession. That's what you want. We're 9 of 13 on third down. Um, we're 5 of 5 in red zone score, you know, versus the chances. Um, no turnovers, no interceptions. 575 yards, and we had 81 plays. Okay. Um, and we had two running backs that were – one averaging five a carry over and with 27 carries and one averaging almost 10, 10 pretty much 10 yards a carry. And then Casey was kind of killing him a little bit, you know, on uh, the quarterback keepers at times, right? He had three touchdowns and both running backs had one. And then we, you know, I mean, we can go down the stats with the receivers and all that. I mean, that's just, we, there's nothing else to say. So at the end of the day, offensively, you know, they did their job defensively. We need to do a better job. Now, what we need to do a, a really excellent job of is marrying all three facets of the game. Offense was humming. Defense was not humming. Special teams kicking game as far as kicking with the punter was really good. Um, X, Y, and Z. So we got to figure out to get them all going. And defensively, it's just a lot of just self-inflicted wounds, punching yourself in the face, not doing the stuff you need to do. now. 40 minutes into this now how can we fix it right that's pretty much what we need to do i don't need to get on here and keep telling you that they played bad if you everybody knows it right i mean there's not anybody that watched the game like man that defense played excellent <laughs> right i'm assuming stevie wonder didn't even do that so <laughs> how do, how do you, so now let's focus on the last part how do we fix it right now you got to really now this takes a hard job you got to do a lot of self-scouting within the uh individual rooms like coaches you know we got to do self-scouting on our scheme what are we calling that we want what are we calling 
that we want? How are we calling these plays that are executed versus not? And where are we breaking down? And then come up with a, I guess, a game plan based on that, right? You know, what we kind of done well, what, what don't we do well? So if we're not very good at, you know, combination it, it, coverage or something like that. We got to take that out. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Georgia, Georgia Southern was just here. Is there any way possible that Oklahoma's offense isn't as good as or better than Georgia Southern's? Well, no, because they're they're going to have the same off. They're going to have the same athletes, and they're going to look. If you don't think Georgia Southern ran some of the concepts that Northwestern ran, mm. then you ain't been watching the game. When it came down to crucial time, money time, mm. they ran like the half bootleg that Northwestern killed us on. They yeah. just ran out of different formation. Yeah. So right now, it doesn't matter who Nebraska's playing. Nebraska's biggest it's opponent Nebraska. is Nebraska. That's why I was saying, how can we fix it? Well, but is Fine. there anything that you could – this is where we are. Is there anything that you can suggest that we haven't been told was already being done or well, that we've been we've been led well, to I believe. Mean, I think that I'm just that's what I'm talking about. We're peeling back the onion. We're finding out the few things that we we're doing well, and we're finding out where our big breakdowns are. All right. In your mind, from we your gotta, eyes, gotta, what are those breakdowns? What's breakdown number one? Well, just fundamentals, right? <laughs> Which is like a, a big landscape. Mm -hmm. But fundamentals is everything. Alignment, assignment, aggressive. Uh, we have to be better with our, you know, our hat and hands and our feet, and the, knowing this, you know, the scheme of the defense or what's the defense is trying to get, you know, uh, accomplished. Mm -hmm. um, you start there, but you start with what we do, you know, have been can execute to a percentage of okay. We only need this much improvement. So, like I was saying, if if we're trying to do a, a matchup type of zone, which I'm not saying that they are doing, but from my experience, sometimes. When I, when I was with younger DBs and stuff, they didn't know how to execute matchup zone. They didn't know how to, you know, communicate. So if they're not doing well, let's say a matchup zone or a zone, it's out of here, right? Can't use it. Can't use no, it. Because we're just not, we're just not yeah, there just yet. Not that doesn't mean it, right? that we're, we can't do it in two weeks. Right now we can't. And then we got to find out what has been, had maybe worked good against Oklahoma that's comparable to what we're doing. Hone in on that and then go from there. So, that, I mean – the fixes are easy because I could give you four or five things and the coaches probably could look at four or five things. The hard part is getting in the execute. Obviously what we've seen, it takes a lot of humility for the players to understand. It's not the coaches. Don't, don't say, don't say, man, I'm not getting enough chances. Everybody's playing. There's what they have. 85 plays, mm -hmm. 85 plays, 85 plays. So everybody's no, playing. hold on. My fault. 86 plays. Everybody's so, playing, but nobody's making plays. Right. So, so now you got to go out there. Now you got to really have some self humility and say, "Look, man, I got to do better. I got to do." You know, everybody will say there's no int, uh, I and team, right? I never been in a in a meeting <laughs> in Buffalo, and, and and we had lost two. And if you lose two games in in at that time when, in Buffalo, trying to win the AFC East and playoffs and all that, you know, it's you know you have you have these type of meetings, right. you know, or or day after games. Kevin Williams, um, who's our kick returner, and uh, you know, you know, won a couple championships with Dallas Cowboys. He's like, there ain't no I in team, but you can take an M and an E, and there's me in there. <laughs> so you better start covering your, you know, your own self. So they need to get back to uh, 
reality and and stop trying to run from the boogeyman. The boogeyman is this. They are beating themselves. They're not playing well. And it's, oh, the defensive line is doing well. Well, then the linebackers are out of place. Then it's so forth and so on. They're just not playing as a cohesive unit. Um, I don't really much think it was – I mean, I know they – you know, I, like, I don't know what defenses were called. And, uh, you know, you could say their scheme kept us on, off balance. But how many times were we out of position? A high percentage, right? I, I, look, my, my, I, I remember being in the room and having Kyle Woodingham say that his purpose was to make sure that his defense wasn't moving at the snap. He didn't want any of his defensive players moving at the snap. He said, because that means that we're adjusting late. We haven't recognized what's out there. And there were several plays where the Nebraska defense, the entire Nebraska defense yeah. was moving. And you can't tell me that you have it in play. Listen, there's a couple of things, and this is why I knew this hour was going to fly, because there's no way we could cover everything we need to cover, but that's why we get to do a weekday show. We'll get to it. I'll read Joe's text, and then we'll go to break, and then we'll have Jacob Bradley. But he says this, uh, we keep hearing this is the tightest team we've had since I've been here my opinion uh, tight teams don't miss their assignments they trust each other to be where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there they don't try and do more than they're supposed to because that's when things go south yesterday alone across college football there were a ton of upsets look to be a lot of the same problems we see with the huskers and talent seems to have uh, spread out a little bit more across the divisions and conferences how much of what we're seeing is the product of a transfer portal or nil let me Nothing. say that. Let me let me say this, and we'll go to break, and then I'll let Jay set it on fire in the last segment because there's an elephant in the room you got to address. But I'll 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 close this segment with this. If you are a chef and you are cooking with homegrown beef, and the meal sucks, then you try to import meat, and the meal sucks. <laughs> it's the chef. I'm just gonna point that out. We'll throw it to break. Jay Foreman will close it out when we come back. 